Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Thanks for having me well, again. Th- thanks for uh, being in. We certainly appreciate it as we head into the holiday weekend. Uh, this uh, We'll start off by talking about just a very sad and tragic uh, event. Uh, you had a uh, one of your uh, sheriff's deputies pass away, yeah, uh, not while on duty, but um, just uh, of uh, you know health, um, some type of medical uh, reason. It's got to be just a something that really tears tears at you. It was a tough week, Jeff. Yeah, um, Justin Hunt was a twenty year veteran of law enforcement. A majority of it here with um, within Rice County, both Fairbowl police department and the sheriff's office where he was a correctional officer a patrol deputy and uh most recently a sergeant and um justin did a lot in those 20 years um in public safety um he was a sergeant of the morristown uh you know we contract in the city of morristown for uh, policing services he was a sergeant over there um prior to being promoted to sergeant he was a commander um, of our Rice County ERU, and then when we merged with um, Dakota County, um, he was a team leader and an assistant commander. So um, uh, I wish everybody could see, could have seen the outpouring of support yesterday uh, for his funeral and then the procession. Um, we had uh, over 700 people in the church for the service. Uh, officers from all over the state came. Um, it, it was just, uh, quite the outpouring of support and I can't say enough. I had, uh, agencies, um, from Aiken and other counties up in Northern Minnesota come down and support, um, just p- everybody pitched in to, to help with this. Uh, so our officers could attend the services. We had deputies from Waseca, Maurer and Dakota County covering along with Faribault, Northfield, Peace, police departments and um man it was just uh, quite a tribute to justin hunt yeah that's got to be just yeah i i can't even imagine i mean you look at some of the things i mean you know there are dangers involved within the job and you accept the responsibility of those things but this yeah. is separate from that yeah this yeah. is just a life thing and uh the man left behind a young family and oh just to see those two little girls yesterday and well this whole week was just tragic and um yeah, we'll hopefully find out more once the autopsy's back, but everything appears uh, natural causes. And, um, yeah, they went to va- on a little vacation in their camper, and and uh, it was a tough call I got a week ago yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so it's um, hats off to all of the agencies that supported us this past week and everybody in the community for your thoughts and prayers. I can't say thanks enough. And we will uh, move on. Uh, from there, uh, you know, I know it's been a very difficult week for you, uh, but it's also been a very busy week at the legislature. Uh, legislature. The session ended yesterday. I think a lot of people are still trying to sort out what, yeah. what they did or what they didn't do in some cases. Um, was there anything that you have heard of or were concerned going into that that uh, you can uh, comment on involving law enforcement and, and uh, some of the uh, policies that they were at least looking to pass yeah. uh, during this uh, session? Yeah, so our, our association, obviously the Minnesota Sheriff's Association and the Chiefs of Police Association were in um, – big part of this trying to say you know we we can agree with this there's um some things that we were really against and and one of those things was taking away um minor traffic offenses where officers couldn't stop 
people for these offenses. And, and law enforcement as a whole had a significant issue with that because why put laws into place, Jeff, if we can't enforce them? And, you know, uh, such things as uh, equipment violations or um, registration, not having registration. And um, I, I don't think when they looked at some of those things that they thought about what the ramifications might be in the end. You know, if if you have to buy tabs for your car, that money goes back to support um, public safety through the state, and it also goes to uh, assist in road projects. And so we all know that there's some roads that need fixing, and, and um, legislatures and senators will tell you they hear from their constituents if the roads are not in good shape. So if you say, well, law enforcement, you can't stop somebody for having expired tabs, um, you know, what What does that tell the public? That it's okay, you don't have to go buy tabs. And so if people don't go buy tabs, there's going to be an effect at some point in time because that money that's coming in for buying your tabs is not going to come back to fix those roads. Um, and realistically, so let's say a, it's a headlight or a taillight violation. I would say 95 to 99% of the stops of, of those, we give people warnings. A lot of times they don't even know they're out. And or they'll say, yeah, uh, I'm going to fix it when I get my check. Okay, just want to make sure. Here's your warning. Thanks. Everything's good. But we get a lot of people that don't have valid driver's licenses. Um, they're revoked or suspended for some offense. We get people with warrants that didn't go to court. And so that is, I think that that's a key part for law enforcement to keep our roads safe, to keep the people that are safe drivers and legal Drivers and legal, I mean, by having a valid driver's license on, um, you know, off of the roads and, and having some accountability there. So I'm glad that that portion, um, you know, was left out of this and um, that the, the uh, search warrant um, um, clause in there, we were fine with that. We, we did very little no knock search warrants. And when we did, the, the thing I remind everybody is we have to take it to a judge. If a judge doesn't think there's probable cause, to do a warrant in the first place, he or she's not going to sign it. And then if they think that, well, this person has a very violent history and it would be beneficial to you to not have to announce yourself where that person can load up a gun or whatever it may be, that's the thing that we want our officers to be safe when we're executing these things. We know that on a, a majority of these warrants, if there's drugs there, a lot of the first thing they do when they hear "please search warrant," they run to the bathroom and they flush their drugs and mm -hmm. things like that, and try to destroy evidence. You know, and we know that that's part of doing the job. It's keeping our officers safe, not giving the people time um, to get a weapon or anything like that. And again, that's a public safety thing. People do. People want to live in a neighborhood where they're their neighbor is a convicted felon and and having guns in their houses i don't think so uh, rice county sheriff troy dunn is with us you know when do you think uh, the the legislative session just ended yeah. a few hours ago <laughs> so at what point will you be able to get exactly what they did and kind of digest it and put it into uh you know your practices now is that going to take a week or two have they yeah. got a date or anything yeah a month and, or? and that's the other thing a lot of with a lot of these bills and and even sometimes intertwined within the bills they might have certain dates and say okay this is effective today this is effective august 1st this is effective january 1st so um 
our our uh, association will be going through this and have been working very closely. And I would say um, by next week we should have a pretty good review, and we'll probably talk about it um, on a Zoom call or or something to that effect with with fellow sheriffs and chiefs. And um, I, I just can't thank um, all of our um, sheriffs and chiefs and law enforcement officers for their input and and for the legislators and senators that took the time to listen to us um, because uh, unfortunately there's a lot of people that said we don't want to hear it you know this this needs to change and you know I think so many times things are um, m- if something happens in a small community or a large community such as Minneapolis and then you, you go and say well Minneapolis did something bad. Now all of law enforcement needs to change, and that's that's not the answer. That's yeah, and we need to compromise. I've heard you talk about it before, Jeff. That you know, um, in our legislature and senator, um, people need to, no matter what side they're on, they need to compromise. They need to work out and come to a compromise that's going to be best for the majority of the society. We know that there's going to be people that aren't happy with certain bills and certain laws, but let's. Let's come to the table with an open mind and talk about these things and, and come, come out with some compromise. But that means every, both sides need to listen. You know, everybody wants their opinion, but do we always listen? And I think that's an important thing that uh, gets missed a lot of times. Well said. I agree with you 100% on that. <laughs> hey, let's, let's turn the page here. Uh, today is July 1st. It's yes. the first day of the second half of the year. We're <laughs> heading into the 4th of July holiday weekend. And what I want to talk a little bit about is uh, highway safety. Yeah. Uh, this year has been a very Whew. tough year uh, as far as traffic fatalities uh, in, uh, in the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. Now we're you know, heading into a holiday weekend where everybody's kind of heading out. Yeah. And speed, unfortunately, speed has been a huge factor in a lot of these fatalities. And we've talked about it a lot as far as, you know, even during COVID, uh, and I hate to keep going back to that, but last year we had a lot of traffic volumes were down, but the speeds were just through the roof. And I mean, just a month ago, I stopped somebody on the north side of Faribault in a 40 zone doing 70 miles an hour in a 40 zone. I mean that's fa- I mean that's interstate speed, and here you are coming through a business and residential area, and it's just, you know, Ooh. I don't see that that often. But and then you get out on the interstate, and yeah, we're getting a lot more um, violations. You know, hundred miles an hour on the interstate and on the county roads, eighty-five, ninety miles an hour. Our deputies are stopping cars. So we've really, I've, I've impressed on them we need to be out there we need to be visible um and you know we're not looking to write a lot of tickets but if you're going 30 over the speed limit i can guarantee you're probably going to get a ticket you know (laughs) (laughs) sorry i gotta lay it out there yeah (laughs) no that's one of the things you'll be doing over the weekend but the the fourth of july you know there's no shutdown so the parks and everything's going to be open Uh, i guess we only have one state park in in our area but uh nevertheless there are going to be people out they're going to be on boats they're going to be swimming and fishing and there's a lot of things that you'll be keeping an eye on yeah so we're going to put extra people 
out there. We're going to have all of our water patrol uh, full force out there on the lakes. Um, like I mentioned when we came in, starting to see more people on the river kayaking and canoeing and stuff. We finally got some rain. That was great. And uh, I hope we can stay in a pattern here as we go through summer where we get one or two days of just a little rain to keep things going for the crops, keep our grass green, and and keep the water levels up because when those water levels were down, we were getting a lot of like assistance on the lakes where people were hitting rocks and logs because of the low water, and then they're disabled out there. So our water patrol has been very busy um, with a lot of assistance calls. Now that we're starting to see the water levels come up, we're going to see more people out there. It's going to look way different, I think, than it did last year. Uh, campgrounds are open again, full force, and uh, we're going to see a lot of traffic. So slow down, you know, take time, give yourself a little extra time. If you have a breakdown, pull off as far as you can onto the shoulder to fix those tires or whatever it may be. Um, we don't want any, you know, pedestrian-related crashes. And if you're biking, we're seeing a lot of people biking again. Bikers, remember, you have to follow those rules too. Um, stop for stop signs, stay to the right, you know, don't impede traffic, those kind of things. We want people to be safe out there. Um, I'm really, every every holiday weekend, I, I go in and I say a little prayer and I, because I know that the traffic volumes are doubling and tripling in areas and I just want people to be safe. I don't want to have to get that call in the middle of the night or in the afternoon that we had a fatality or something like that. And again, these crashes, a majority of these crashes, Jeff, are preventable. If people slow down, they're not driving distracted, they're not driving impaired, it's making it safer for everybody. As far as the level of outdoor activities yeah. go, uh, people around, you know, the river, the, you know, the, the, the lakes and such, and out on bicycles and such, are you seeing just the overall level, your general impression, is it uh, like about the comparable now to where it was before the pandemic? I think Did it's it drop more. off a lot more. It's, okay. So when, when the pandemic hit, it was a, a lot of restrictions out there, minimal things, but excuse me, what we saw an increase is with the parks, um, nature centers, those kind of things. Um, we saw boating increase last year. It was amazing. And now we thought, okay, now that things are back to normal, it'll maybe go back down. But I think a lot of people got into this and said, hey, this is kind of fun. It was a good way to get out with our family and do these things. And they want to continue those new habits. So, um, yeah, our, our, uh, traffic our, our um, um, boating is we're seeing the accesses are filling up on the weekends a lot of people out fishing and everything um, so wear your pfds if you're in your boat and doing watercrafts if you're going to do such thing and we still see it once in a while where people like to jump on the cannon or straight river and inner tube down there i'd like to see you i know the tan line might not look really good but i'd like to see you with a pfd at least on mm -hmm. your lap if not on you because if you hit a tree and get sucked under in some of those spots in the river it's tough to recover and um so i, I we've had we've had a number of close calls with people we i think we had five river related um re rescues last year fortunately we didn't have any drownings on the river but and and it was people in like inflatable rafts, kayaks, and inner tubes that got caught in some of that down um, trees that we still mm -hmm. have from the 2018 tornadoes. And yeah. uh, 
if you can't navigate around those things, um, it's tough to fight Mother Nature. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, sure, for just about out of time, any final words? Well, I just want to say thanks to everybody for your show of support um, for public safety. I know we're going through some difficult times. Um, thanks for I, the, the cards of support even before um, the passing of uh, Sergeant Hunt here have been great. And I just, again, thank you for your support of public safety. We want to work with you to make life in Rice County awesome and, and uh, a great quality life here um, as we move into the summer. So thanks to everybody. Well, thank you for coming in today, and thank yeah. you for continuing to do a great job. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Rice County Sheriff Troy Dunn. You're listening to The One, 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.